Now here's Chris and Jess. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Now Serving. Hello, hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Jess, and that's Chris you just heard. And this is our right podcast. Here, yeah, Now Serving, where we serve the tea each and every episode, the tea being the truth. And boy, do we have some tea to serve today. Yikes. We have a lot of fucking tea. We have a lot. Oh, yeah. It's buckle up, everyone. Find a comfortable position. <laughs> find a seat and get ready to sit the fuck down. Right. Before we do that, I do want to say one quick thing that we um, forgot to mention on a few of the past podcasts. And that's a quick shout out to Zencaster. So Zencaster is a, a service that we're using to record this podcast. It allows us to record in two different locations. Jess is in Toronto. I'm in Ottawa in Canada, both two Canadian cities. I don't know why I had to clarify that just for American users. Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Listeners. Oh boy. And uh, it's a fantastic platform. And if you want to get into podcasting like us, I would, you would both highly recommend it. And to, uh, to help out with that, we have a promo code you can use. You can type in now serving into that little promo code box there and get 20% off for the first three months. And uh, it's a little savings that goes a long way. But it's seriously, this, uh, although this is a bit of an ad, um, this is, platform has helped us. Well, it's allowed us to do podcasting. Well, um, right. Yeah. It, it's allowed us to continue recording. Yeah. Without being in the same room. And we think we sound pretty good. I think we sound amazing. I don't know sound about great. you. Yeah. I think we sound pretty good. <laughs> let it be known (laughs) let it be known but (laughs) let's get into this though this is this is a a a week of uh, a really hot topic we uh jess and i spent canada day together here in ottawa the nation's capital so it was so awesome seeing you jess it was so cool we got to to celebrate uh and spend some time together um but i'll let you take this away because this was uh, an interesting holiday to say the least. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Where to begin? (laughs) I know it was actually really, it was a great weekend. Thank Mm -hmm. you for um, sleeping on the couch so that I could sleep (laughs) starfish in your bed while you were (laughs) in a tiny little cocoon on your bed. And let's just say one thing. So the air stopped working when you came to visit. (laughs) The air stopped it, working, it and then there was a power outage. I know. As well, we're, we're like, how did how did this happen? <laughs> why are brutal. there only a hundred people without power, and why are we two of them? Yeah, like, I don't, I don't understand. It was hot as fuck. It it was. Um, okay, so so we got together for Canada Day, and that was a lot of fun. And it, I think it's something probably all Canadians should experience at, at one point or another, um, just to, you know, be in the capital and celebrating, um, you know, what it means to be Canadian. But at the same time, for me, I really had to stop and pause and think about what it it means for me to be a Canadian and what Canada Day really means to me. And while we were sitting a couple of different places and everyone, like everyone's like Captain Canada that day, everyone's in their red and white and it's so fun. 
and they're so proud. And I really had to pause. And I really think that all Canadians need to pause um, and think, well, for me, I had to really think, does this country, does this country serve my best interests? And when I say, when I say me, I mean, for, for those who don't know me, I mean, um, I'm, I'm a woman who my mother is white and my father is Ojibwe. So he's indigenous and, um, it d- does, does this country serve my best interests? Yes. And no, yes, because I, I look white and no, because I'm not, let me explain. So I, I think the whole thing here is that, um, that I've heard a lot recently about the idea of, of white privilege. And I've heard a lot of white people tell me that it doesn't exist. And I would just seriously, to- people, have, white people have said that, that it doesn't all exist time. all the time, all the time. Um, and I'm here to say that it, it does. And, and here are some, here are the reasons why. And on Canada day, I, I just think that everyone needs to remember what happened 151 years ago. Right. So there was a near genocide of so many different, um, first nations, um, and, and, and that's how our country was formed, right? So for a lot of people, it's 151 years of resistance. And then for everybody else, it's a big celebration and fireworks and everything else. For me personally, well, and, and I, I want to address this idea of, of white privilege not existing here because I think a lot of um, Canadians believe that we are superior to Americans, especially seeing what's happening down there. Um, with Donald Trump as our president, um, everything that's happening in the Black Lives Matter movement, the tensions between the Black communities and police, um, we're, we're not any better than, than them. Um, in fact, we're the same, just as racist, and, and just as in, in need of healing <laughs> and uh, education, I think, to, for people to really understand. So I would like to educate some people today <laughs> about what it, what it means to be an Indigenous person. Of course, this is just a very high-level um, conversation that we're going to have um, for me. So when I, when I talk about the idea of white privilege, here's what I, what I think of when people tell me that it's not real, I'm like, really? Because in 2000, I'm shocked that people say that it, it's not real. Or it isn't as rampant. It isn't as rampant here as it is in other places, like in the United States or wherever else, or that I, because I look white. So I guess the term for that is white passing, um, that I shouldn't have had any sort of a different experience, which is, which is true because I know that, um, I, it's, it's interesting the comments that people will make to me thinking, not knowing my heritage and, um, making some very interesting comments. Like about, racist remarks? Yeah, like, racist remarks like, because I think they think it's like a safe place. And not all that tells uh, me is that that's the norm for most white people, right? Or else they wouldn't do it, right? It's kind of like the other sort of idea, like, 
we are the white people and they are the others. <laughs> um, and it's, it's very interesting to be a part of that conversation when I tell them, actually, <laughs> you're talking about me. Um, so, so here we go. To here, here are things that are happening in our society now. So we have the government um, with the Truth and Reconciliation Commission, which was the first time, really, that that the government looked at the history and of the residential school system, and of course how it impacted the families um, since. And, and that means like throughout the generations, what they found, of course, intergenerational trauma, people can't, people, how, how do you bounce back from that without any sort of like support or um, healing? If that doesn't happen, of course, there's going to be problems in these communities. So the government commissioned this huge inquiry. Then there was also the inquiry into um, the missing and murdered Indigenous women. So thousands of Indigenous women are missing and presumed dead. And and why is that? Women, um, Indigenous women are disproportionately affected by all forms of violence in comparison to all the other female demographics or even male demographics. If you like my odds just for being indigenous are way higher for something truly awful to happen to me, for me to be murdered or missing. Right. So at this point, if you don't know where they are, you are either assumed dead or you're sex trafficked or something else. That's an issue. The other issue that came out recently was um, Statistics Canada came out with the um, the report on incarcerated youth, and they said that almost half, so forty six percent of all incarcerated youth in Canada are Indigenous youth. That's interesting, since they only represent eight percent of the population. So they represent a very, very small demographic and yet they make up almost half. So these are systemic issues that I feel are happening and are recognized at a government level now, right? So we have the government looking into the effects of the residential school system. They're looking into the missing and murdered Indigenous women and yet they continue to incarcerate almost half of the youth Um like, sorry, they continue to incarcerate Indigenous youth at an alarming rate. Um, So those are sort of, so there's some proof that's accessible Mm -hmm. to people, um, uh, like mass media, I guess you could say, where if you didn't believe what I'm about to tell you, you could do a quick Google search and see that these things indeed happen um, all the time. For me, my experience is through well again like for with people thinking that for them to speak to me it's like a safe place they can make comments but more recently and and throughout my whole life I've heard some pretty awful things about um indigenous people first nations people and and most recently on on Facebook I've been receiving really awful messages from an anonymous account or a bunch of dummy accounts just to like really terrible things, which I'm not going to repeat here, but enough to, enough to, it, it well, you, you saw them there. It's enough to like make the hair on your, 
like the back of your neck stand up. Like it's so frightening and it's awful to receive them and it's terrible. And I guess those are the reasons that I really had to stop and be like, should I celebrate Canada day? (laughs) And so I'm so glad that, I mean, not glad we're having to talk about this, but these, the messages you received um, and every time we talk about this, it's so, it's so fucked up. Um, I, I, do you still, do you have these messages? I believe you posted them on Twitter. Are they still, still there? I did. Yeah, I did post okay. them on Twitter. Um, so they're there. I posted one series when I got, when I got angry one day. So honestly, I, I, you hear these stats. And I mean, they're terrible things. And I'm like, okay, this is fucked. Like how, like, how can that be? Um, But I'll never forget when you shared these messages with me that you received. I was like, this is insane. Like, because to you, like to me, you were a a face, you were my good friend of, of, of several years. And to, to know that this is affecting you directly, um, it's so disgusting. It's disgusting no matter how you look at it <laughs> because it, everyone affected it's disgusting. But to see these messages sent to you, I was shocked. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's just outrageous. And I think now seeing this and hearing this, it becomes so much more real because you are that face. Like you are someone affected by this. And these aren't just, you know, messages that are, you know, rude. They're they're beyond rude. They're disgusting. They're, um, it, it's a hate crime, really. If, if, if the person were to be found, this, these are like wildly hateful messages. Right. But then again, at the same time, everybody that I shared these messages with, like anybody that wasn't white, wasn't really surprised to hear it or see it. So let that and, sink in. And I think when you brought that up before, um, so for those of you that don't know me, like, yes, I'm, 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 I'm very fucking white. So, um, but to see, yeah, <laughs> I guess it is sinking in and it sinks in every time. And I think that's so, it's so disgusting because you brought that up before and that like other people have received messages like this. And I think it's almost like I didn't want to believe it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, you hear these stats. It's like, okay, well, it can't be, can't be that bad. But that's, I, I don't mean that as I say it. But mm-hmm. I think it's because you don't know the people affected directly. And I think no matter, you know, what your your background is, that that often is the case when there's things going on across, you know, the other side of the world. It sometimes is, unfortunately. Um, easy to forget certain things because you know, you're busy with your life. You're busy doing other things and it's completely wrong. It shouldn't Mm -hmm. be like that. Um, But then when you know people that are directly affected, it becomes so much more real. And that makes me so upset to know that, um, that, you know, there's multiple people like this and I sound like an idiot talking, but (laughs) I think what's important about this. So like it does hit home. It does sink in. It's like, okay, I got to do something. I have to like do something. I have to act on right. this. Right. So, which, so basically this is the way that indigenous people experience life. Some of them every day, 
right? And so that's why, you know, going back to the whole Canada Day thing, I really had to stop and pause and think, does this country serve my best interests? No. And it's because, you know, no offense, but also like people like you and I or whoever were kind of like that white moderate group. And I'm about to share a quote as well, but we're the problematic demographic, right? And so I, I saw this quote. Let me just bring it up here. It's a little bit long, so bear with me. Um, And when I say the white moderate, I mean not the extremists. So not um, like somewhere in between, like someone, somebody like you and I. Um, So the quote goes, and it's from a letter. It says, first, I must confess that over the last few years, I have been gravely disappointed with the white moderate. I have almost reached the regrettable conclusion that the Negro's great stumbling block in the stride towards freedom is not the white citizens counselor or the Ku Klux Klaner, but the white moderate who is more devoted to order than to justice, who prefers a negative peace, peace, which is the absence of tension to a positive peace, which is the presence of justice, who constantly says, I agree with you in the goal you seek but I can't agree with your methods of direct action who paternalistically feels he can set the timetable for another man's freedom who lives by the myth of time and who constantly advises the Negro to wait until a more convenient season. And that quote is from Martin Luther King. And it was a letter that he, it's an excerpt from a a letter he wrote while he was in jail in Birmingham. And I was like, wow, it's, like 60 years later, and it's still the same thing. And that really is the problem though, right? Because it's this white moderate that he refers to that are these people who are like, oh, this is awful. And like, oh, this is a terrible thing to um, to hear about and read about, but like, just keep your head up and like, don't let it bother you. And I was like, yeah, but I'm going to get another message tomorrow. So how am I supposed to, like, maybe if everybody banded together and did something and and, and actually gave a shit and actually cared, maybe things would change. But that's kind of what it boils down to is that as much as this like majority of white people are not bad people, I, I don't believe most of them are. I think everybody's kind of basically unconsciously biased and unconsciously racist and have racist tendencies. Um, like, even though these people aren't intending to do anything, it's still happening. And what are you going to do about it essentially? Right. So it's just like, it's a tough thing to talk about. And I was, I was pretty fired up last week. I'd have to say (laughs) when I was talking about this with some other people, but it's, it's, you know what, it's just, it's like another day. That's it. Right. It shouldn't have to be another day though. Yeah. And I think that what, I'll be the first to move. So when you read that quote, it's like, fuck that hits that hits home like that. Like Mm -hmm. it, it, that's, that's me. And I'm going to cringe listening to my voice on this week's podcast. This is cringeworthy, but it, it, it needs to be discussed. It needs to be talked about. But I think going back to what I was saying earlier, it's, it is important to have these discussions. So people do things about it. Like I, I mean, this is somewhat on the record. Like, it is on the record. Um, 
I now need to do something with this. I can't let it sit. I have to to act on it. It can't. It's not just sharing things on social media, being like, stop this, help this. Like, there needs to be more action for things to change. Right. And I, mean, I sound like a social justice warrior right now, but like, it's, things do need to change and like real action needs to happen. Conversations need to be had mm-hmm. or else nothing will change. And this is, it's so fucked up. And I like, I feel so bad and I... I apologize almost as a friend if I wasn't there ever to, you know, support you or, 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 or help you through anything like this because it's so, it's so fucked. Like it's just absolutely fucked. And I can't believe that you've had to go through things like this amongst other people. Yeah. Well, and you know what, again, I really can't speak for the whole indigenous population because my experience has been wildly different than most, right? Where I wasn't born on a reserve and I live in a pretty, like I've, I had a pretty good upbringing. Like I didn't have to face a lot of the things that these other, other people have had to face and deal with and then deal with today. And especially now that I have, I'm having a blonde moment where I'm have blonde hair and I usually don't. Um, (laughs) But before and other times in my life where I look more ethnic, of course, more things were said to me. Now that I'm very blonde, less things are said to me. Uh, And it's, it's interesting because I'm like, Oh, this is what it's like to be totally (laughs) like on this side, you know, but not quite feel like I'm there yet either. And it's just, it's, (sighs) it's a tough, it's a tough thing to talk about. And, and I I feel like I shouldn't have to talk about this as much as I have been. Um, but at the same time, I'm, I'm glad that I am. And I feel like if ever a time there was for me to discuss something, it should be here on now serving. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Um, you know, that's kind of why we wanted to, to do this in the first place. Um, but I guess also at the end of the day, I did celebrate Canada Day and I did have like my Canadian hat on and my shirt. And it was after I really thought long and hard about why, like what this country truly does mean to me. And for the most part, um, I've lived here safely. I've, you know, we're, we're democracy. Anytime I've traveled anywhere around the world, like as a Canadian, I'm so well received because we have this amazing reputation of being kind and um, a just country, which is kind of funny to even be saying that in this same conversation. Um, And then also, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy that we can also be a country that welcomes different cultures here and they feel safe here for the most part, of course. Um, but you know, for us to be a safe haven for, uh, refugees who are fleeing, whatever persecution that they may be experiencing or poverty or, um, war or whatnot. And, and I've said this to you before, when one of my best friends in the whole world is a refugee, she's one of the best people that I know. I feel privileged to know her. She's a really good person. And she having her here, I'm I'm glad she's here and I'm glad that our country welcomed her family here and was able to give her a life here that she probably wouldn't have had where she was born. 
Um, and, and I think that's wonderful. And I, and we, we discussed this as well, that at, during the Canada Day celebrations, the vast majority of people that were there were not white. And I would assume no, were not ca- Canadian born either, just based on the accents and everything else that we were hearing. And those people are so proud and so they feel so lucky to be here. And, you know, you talk to anybody that's come here for a better life. And I think to not feel lucky to live here, regardless of these things that have, that are happening to the indigenous communities around the country with that exception, it's a great country to live in. And it would be a slap in the face to anybody who came from somewhere way worse than, mm-hmm. than this. So at the, so at the end of the day, I did celebrate Canada day. I am a proud Canadian, I guess, but I think that there's, a lot, a lot of work to do. And I guess my whole thing here is for every Canadian to kind of think about what celebrating Canada really, really means. Mm -hmm. Just take a moment to pause and remember that although you enjoy these um, rights and freedoms, there are many people who do not. And these people were here a long time before you were. Yeah. It's just how it is. So, so that's 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 just about all that I was <laughs> going to. Do that's a, that's a, that's the the most tea that has ever been served on this it's podcast. Lo- it's a lot tea, of tea, tea yeah. that we needed to hear, right? Tea right. That we needed to to drink. <laughs> well, and and you know what? I also believe that we also now is the time. Like, I think a lot of things are changing. And I think that, I think that working against the government, frankly, isn't going to work at this point. We're not in the 1800s any longer. Um, Society is what it is. And we need to work together to make this work. So, um, and and you need the, (laughs) the weight and, 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 you you need like the legal system behind you. You need the charter of rights and freedoms. You need all of that as like the backbone of your argument and kind of as your base to move forward. And you need all those politicians on your side and you need to work with Ottawa, frankly, and all the other um, different levels of government to really have impactful and lasting change. And I think that now is the time, like more than ever, I feel like there's a big push, especially at government levels to um, advocate for indigenous people and provide them with opportunities and support, which is about time. And yeah. And I think in addition to that too, like, so I would always, I would consider myself to be in an ally, but I think also too, it's it's absolutely more than just saying calling yourself an ally, and, and you know, like being like, oh, I support you, like fucking doing things about it. Right. Like I think I look back and like, okay, well, what have I done? Okay, maybe I just I haven't. I would never say anything, you know, like racist or offensive um, towards the indigenous community. Um, but what what else am I doing? And I think kind of, you know, we had a few discussions on uh, Canada Day weekend and then obviously uh, what we're talking about now. So doing more than that. So if you do consider yourself to be an ally, think about what you're really doing. Does that make sense? 
Absolutely. And, and, you know, and I think it, it takes on different levels for different people, but I know as somebody who's often felt marginalized, and I think that you can probably feel this way or relate to it in a way to just being part of the gay community where there's that otherness, right? Where although, you know, maybe tweeting something or reposting something on Facebook isn't direct action per se, it would still be nice to see that. Like imagine if none of your straight friends ever posted anything in support of the gay community. Just think about that. Wouldn't that seem absurd to you and not real? Like it wouldn't seem real. And, and I think that, you know, having conversations with the people around you is another big way that you can make those changes. And it's tough. I know this because I, there, I, I personally know many people who having this very conversation with them is off limits. Like it just, they can't handle it. And really, Oh yeah. Because they just, they completely shut down. They're like, because most, frankly, most people who haven't been marginalized or felt, felt the, what other minority groups have felt can't handle it. It's just, it's just the thing. So that's, that's really too bad with these like friends of yours. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really? And it's, and it's interesting. Come on. Now. That's or, so upsetting. Or this is like, that's disgusting. Come on. Right. But most of the time, and it's not like they're not unwilling, like they're completely unwilling to have the conversation. It's that they say like, Oh God, that's awful. And then that's the end of the conversation. And, or they hear their relatives saying something and don't say anything about it, you know, or <laughs> like allow these other people to have those conversations racist conversations in front of them and don't do anything about it, frankly, because they're like, Oh, it's so hard. Like it's like moving a mountain. I'm like, do you know, it's also hard for me to receive these messages or for, you know, all the other things that happen to people happen or for the fact that just because you're indigenous and born on a reserve and a woman, you are likely going to face some sort of brutal violence in your life. That's also unfair. It's, it's not, it's not right. No, it's, it's a, it's a tough conversation to have. Trust me. I know because I've been having them for a long time and for a long time. I think you're very, I think, well, you're, you're, you're so brave in so many ways, but I think when you, especially talking about these messages and I don't, well, I know why it is, but when you shared those with me, and I know I said this earlier, that's, for me when it's like, holy fuck, this is so real. Of course. You could have, you could have told me about the messages. You could have, um, you know, told me stats, uh, like everything. And I'm like, okay, this is terrible. I agree. It's terrible. Um, and that's like, okay, I'm going to be an ally. I'm going to help. When I read those messages, it like, it hit so hard. Mm-hmm how mm-hmm. fucked this is. It's mm-hmm. outrageous. And not that I'm encouraging anyone to go look at these messages, but if you don't think this is, you know, a, a very serious issue, go creep justice to it. Like it's the most fucked up thing. And if you see it, you better do something, well, act on it. And it's just, I think it's uncomfortable for most white people 
because and and if you are having a hard time believing that, ask any person that isn't white <laughs> to tell you because I had I would put a million dollars down on the table to tell you they have at least one horrific story to tell you at least. And also that would be comparable to what happened to you. Mm-hmm, of course, or just hurtful. Yes. The thing is, and the th- that's what's lacking in most of the responses that I got on Facebook, because of course people were like, oh, that's terrible. You're beautiful. Like, he- like let your, your rainbow shine. And like, and I was like, yeah, the same time I'm like <laughs> fucking angry. Like this is wrong. I have a right yeah. to be angry. And if this was happening, no offense to like a white person, they wouldn't be telling me to calm down essentially. Right. Like if this was to someone else, like yeah, don't calm down. Right. It would, it would be like, Oh my God, this is awful. Let's take this person to task and whatever. And for me, it was like, Oh, just, just don't pay it any mind. Just don't give it any attention and just put it out of your head. I'm like, how, how the fuck am I supposed to do that? <laughs> what do you mean? You know, and I'm getting all these sorts of, of different things. And I was like, oh, right. Because it's so uncomfortable because people are so uncomfortable with their privilege that they have, that they're unwilling to discuss this or at the very minimum repost it and say, this is fucking wrong. And, you know, it's interesting because I had a lot of my non-white friends message me about that and being like, thank you for posting this. And thank you for showing people that this is how the world can be. And I was like, yep, no problem. And because it's tough, it's tough to have that kind of negative attention. And, and Though it was with those people that I had the best conversations because everybody was like, I know how hurtful that is. It's not even that it's like disgusting and wrong. It's like it hurts. I There's nothing in the world I can equate it to to know that there are people out there and they're not people in the middle of like some hick ass town in the middle of nowhere. They're people that are sitting beside you in the movie theater and beside you on the TTC and beside you in the store, like these or in your house or laying beside you in bed. Like they, these are those people. And, and it's, it's hurtful. It's hurtful to know that there are people out there who think that just because of the way that I was born or maybe the color of my skin or the way that I look, um, that I'm not an equal or even a person at times. Cause often the messages I get are they like liken me to some sort of wild animal. That's absolutely fucked. It is. It is fucked up. So should have been yeah. Yeah. And go play in fucking traffic. Yeah. Well, exactly. And, but these people will continue to enjoy life with the privilege that they have. Right. And it's, it's really wrong. It's really wrong. And so, fuck. I, we gotta do something. About we that. have to do something. And, and that's what's worse. And, you know, to go back to that quote where it's like, they're the white moderate who are more uh, committed to a peaceful. What what were the words like? Basically, like it's just not a good time, or like I'm uncomfortable with this now. And uh, 
what, what was the word devoted to order rather than rather than justice like let's just everything's fine as it is it works for the majority of people it's like a disservice to the minorities and the people that really need that kind of a, a, like support in their lives it's 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 I'm like well enjoy having everything catered to you for the rest of your life <laughs> you know it yeah. just it's it's this is the world that we live in. This is the experience for many people every day. And I can't even begin to imagine how other people walk through the world, you know, being black or being a very obvious minority, because I'm sure it's even worse because it's frankly only people who know me really that are able to tell, I guess, that I'm indigenous or people just know me and then know. Um, and you know, it's interesting. I had this conversation with someone just on Friday, I was in a work group and someone was like, Oh, you're, you have a beautiful tan. I said, Oh, thank you. My, my mother is, is Croatian and my father is Ojibwe. And they were like, Oh, you mean like indigenous? (laughs) Yep. And the first response, like I'm willing to put money on it at this point is always like, well, that's okay. And I'm like, yeah, I know it's okay. (laughs) I know that it's okay. Oh my goodness, Chris, if I had a dime for every time somebody told me that was okay, like it's more <laughs> What the they're, fuck does that What does that fucking mean? Oh my god. Yeah, it's it's Holy fuck. It's very interesting. Um and I think it's more, you know how sometimes people say things out loud to make to to like reaffirm themselves, like everything's going to be fine, <laughs> you know, whatever. And they're like, "Well, that's okay." And like it's like they have to rationalize that in their heads. If I had a dime for every time I heard that, I would be out on a fucking yacht all goddamn far. <laughs> like, I, I, it's that's okay. That's okay. Oh yeah, I hear it all. The I'm. Time. This is apparently I'm just fucking blind to all this. Like that's insane. Holy fuck. Like, mm-hmm. like uh, mm-hmm. fuck. I have no fucking words. Yeah. So now, like, I'm so. so I am so sorry. You like that's just holy fuck. I'm actually I can't believe that's insane. I know it is. Jeez. It's really awful. It's really awful. And so I wouldn't be doing right. I wouldn't be honoring myself or my communities if I didn't speak about this when I had the opportunity to. Um, Thank you. And to all the white people who are listening to this now and are (laughs) suddenly learning things about themselves that they may be uncomfortable with. I'd like you to think about what you're going to do to change that. And, um, there are lots of things, just hop on Google and figure it out. Um, there are lots of ways that you can be an effective ally. It's the only way anything's going to change. And frankly, it's not even about making the world a better place for, indigenous peoples like i mean it is but at the same time like equality for all and like justice for all people is good for everybody it really is it's not about you know it's 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 good for us as a country as a nation i i i just can't see how other people don't see that if we're not all winning nobody's winning you know Mm -hmm. Well, I have a lot of reading to do. (laughs) I have a lot of fucking reading to do, and I have to somehow through that then, uh, you know, 
act yeah. on act on this. Yeah. Um, like do something. So thank you. Like you have no idea how much. Obviously, this is impacting me a lot because um, you're an amazing friend of of several several years. I can't even talk several several years, but I really 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 hope that people listening to this do something with this information as well too. Like like yeah, get out there. Like I, I yeah I'm. You know I'm not gonna be able to sleep tonight now, so I'm gonna be <laughs> up all night googling shit and mm-hmm. like how the, what the fuck can I do? Mm-hmm. Um, fuck! Yeah. Thank you for thank you for well, this shit. Like you have no like this is so. It, people need to act on. Thank you. I'm right. It, I, I I sound like an idiot for being mind blown by this, but uh, well, this this is very helpful for for me at at the very least. And and. You know, a lot of people I've heard who are like, I am passionate about justice and this and that and this and that. I'm like, no, you're not. You don't do anything except for (laughs) scroll Instagram and take selfies. Speaking of which, I just would like to point out, because we did discuss this before, that on the same day that it was um, um, National Indigenous Peoples Day, it was also National Selfie Day. And let me tell you, I did not see one post from one white person about Indigenous Peoples Day, but I saw more posts about Selfie Day, although I did participate. And I was like, that's interesting. Maybe it's just because they feel like they're not part of this culture. However, wind back to Cinco de Mayo, which isn't even technically like a real holiday. Like, come on, come the fuck on, people. <laughs> and I can't imagine, I can't even tell you how many sombreros and margaritas and other fucking bullshit cultural appropriation shit that I saw all over social media. And I was like, it's very interesting. Very, very <laughs> interesting. It's just like nobody cares, you know? Nobody cares. And so if you feel like you and I'm not saying you, I just mean whoever. If you feel like you truly want to be an ally to this movement and whatever else, like I actions speak louder than words. <laughs> like saying that you're gonna That's do a good way to put is, it. That's a really good way to is, put it, really. Is in this case. Yeah. And so great. I can't wait to see how you're gonna help make a difference. And I truly feel the first way is being like, don't buy into that shit about stereotypical whatever you've been told your whole life because it could not be further from the truth you know you mean in terms of you know what you're taught in school and or just other things like the things that people have said to me like oh didn't you go to school for free and i'm like no bitch i paid that 40 grand sometimes i rolled it in toonies and i paid every cent myself and i fucking graduated debt free so don't ever tell me that i didn't i didn't fucking work my ass off like (laughs) For a first stereotype debunked, like. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, just different. Okay, well, thank Jess. Thank you so much for sharing Mm -hmm. this. Legit, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is so important. Yay! And you have me on the record saying I will act on this. So (laughs) there we go. (laughs) Well, thank you. You're a great friend. Well, this yeah, this is nice. So thank you. Yeah. We'll be back next week with something a little bit lighter, a little something a little easier to consume. No. Well, this is needed and this is extremely important. It's probably our most important podcast we did. So thank Mm -hmm. you. Have a fantastic week.
We want to hear from you. Visit us at nowservingpodcast.com. New podcasts are released weekly. Don't forget to subscribe.